Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hello, and welcome to Band Book Week with the Maricopa County Library District. I am Ashley. I am with the Teen Librarian here at the Fountain Hills Library. And this presentation will be discussing banned books that we have in the library system. Some facts about Banned Book Week. In 2017, 416 books were banned or challenged. 80% of those tell the stories of marginalized groups. 56% of challenges take place in public libraries. 25% are in schools. And the unknown, it's an unknown number, but they estimate between 82% and 97% of book challenges by the Office of Intellectual Freedom go unreported. We have all of these books available here at the Maricopa County Library District. I provided the call number for the physical book, and then in the bottom left corner, you will see the OverDrive logo or the Hoopla logo. We have them available in, through those two digital resources. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. First, we will be discussing banned books in the picture book section. The first book we will be discussing is Prince and Knight by Daniel Hack. Call number, Picture Pretend, Castle's Hack. This was challenged and restricted for featuring gay marriage and LGBTQIA content for being a quote, deliberate attempt to indoctrinate young children with the potential to cause confusion, curiosity, and gender dysphoria, and for the conflicting religious viewpoint. Prince and Knight is about the following. Once upon a time, in a kingdom far from here, there was a prince in line to take the throne. So his parents set out to find him a kind and worthy bride. The three of them traveled the land far and wide, but when the prince didn't quite find what he was looking for in the princesses they met. While they were away, a terrible dragon threatened their land, and all the soldiers fled. The prince rushed back to save his kingdom from the perilous beast and was met by a brave knight in a suit of brightly shining armor. Together, they fought the dragon and discovered that something special the prince was looking for all along. Again, that is Prince and Knight by Daniel Hack. The next book we have is A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo by Jill Twiss. It was challenged and vandalized for LGBTQIA content and political viewpoints and for the concerns that it was, quote, designed to pollute the morals of its readers. HBO's Emmy winning Last Week Tonight with John Oliver presents a picture book about a very special boy bunny who falls in love with another boy bunny. Meet Marlon Bundo a lovely bunny who lives with his grandpa, Mike Pence, the Vice President of the United States. But on this very special day, Marlon's life is about to change forever. With his message of tolerance and advocacy, this charming children's book explores the issues of same-sex marriage and democracy. Sweet, funny, and beautifully illustrated, this book is dedicated to every bunny who has ever felt different. 100% of last week tonight's proceeds will be donated to the Trevor Project and AIDS United. And as you see in the bottom corner, we have it available digitally via Hoopla. Next, we have Entango Makes Three by Justin Richardson, located in Pitcher Outside Critters. It was challenged and relocated for LGBTQIA content. 
In the zoo, there are all kinds of animal families, but Tango's family is not like any of the others. This illustrated picture book fictionalizes the true story of two male penguins who became partners and raised a penguin chick in the Central Park Zoo. The next picture book we have is I Am Jazz by Jessica Herthel. We have it in Juve Soci Minority. Reasons it was challenged were because of its LGBTQIA content for a transgender character and for confronting a topic that is, quote, sensitive, controversial, and politically charged. This is the story of a transgender child based on a real-life experience of Jazz Jennings, who has become a spokesperson for trans kids everywhere. From the time she was two years old, Jazz knew that she had a girl's brain in a boy's body. She loved pink and dressed up as a mermaid and didn't feel like herself in boys' clothing. This confused her family until they took her to the doctor who said Jazz was transgender and that she was born this way. Jazz's story is based on her real life experiences and she tells it in a simple, clear way that will be appreciated by picture book readers, their parents, and teachers. The last picture book we feature is Heather Has Two Mommies by Leslie Newman. We have it in Picture Me Newman. This picture book has been credited with being the first lesbian themed picture book ever published. It tells the story of Heather, a child being raised by her biological mother, Jane, and Jane's same-sex partner, Kate. Because of this, it was challenged for LGBTQIA content. Heather ha Heather's favorite number is two. She has two arms and two legs and two pets, but she also has two mommies. When Heather goes to school for the first time, someone asks her about her daddy, but Heather doesn't have a daddy. Then something interesting happens. When Heather and her classmates all draw pictures of their families, not one drawing is the same. It doesn't matter who makes up a family, the teacher says, because the most important thing about a family is that all the people in it love one another. And again, we have that in Picture, Me, Newman, and on Overdrive. Next, we have five books that are, we have featured in our Juve section. The first is George by Alex Gino. We have it in Juve Gino. When people look at George, they think they see a boy, but she knows she's not a boy. She knows that she's a girl. George thinks she's going to have to keep this a secret forever. Then her teacher announces that their class play is going to be Charlotte's Web. George really, really, really wants to play Charlotte. But when the teacher says she can't even try out for the part because she's a boy. But with the help of her best friend Kelly, George comes up with a plan. Not just so she can be Charlotte, but so she, can, she and everyone else can know who she really is once and for all. This has been challenged, bans, restricted, and hidden to avoid controversy for LGBTQIA content and for a transgender character. Next, we have Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, but also Harry Potter series in general by J.K. Rowling. There are seven books. We have them in Juve Fantasy Harry P. It was banned and forbidden for discussions referring to magic and witchcraft and for containing actual curses and spells and for the characters that quote use nefarious means to obtain goals harry potter's life is miserable his parents are dead he's stuck with heartless relatives who force him to live in a tiny closet under the stairs but his misfortune changes when he receives a letter that tells him the truth about himself he's a wizard 
A mysterious visitor rescues him from his relatives and takes him to his new home, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. We have this available in multiple languages on Hoopla and Overdrive. Then we have Drama by Raina Telgmeier. This is in Juve graphic novel, graphic novel drama. It has been challenged for LGBTQIA content for concerns that it quote goes against moral values and sorry, that it goes against family values and morals. Places everyone, Callie loves the theater. And while she would totally try out for her middle school production of Moon Over Mississippi, she can't really sing. So she instead is the set designer for the drama stage crew. And this year, she's determined to create a set worthy of Broadway and a middle school budget. But how can she, when she doesn't know much about carpentry, ticket sales are down, and the crew members are having problems working together? Not to mention the onstage and offstage drama that occurs once the actors are chosen. And when two cute brothers enter the pictures, things get even crazier. We also then feature Captain Underpants series, written and illustrated by Dave Pilkey. This we have in Juve series, Captain. Pilkey plays with words and pictures, providing great entertainment. The story is immediately engaging. Two fourth grade boys who write comic books and love to pull pranks find themselves in a big trouble. Mean Mr. Krupp, their principal, videotapes George and Harold setting up their stunts and threatens to expose them. The boys' luck changes when they are sent a 3D when they send for a 3D hypno ring and hypnotize Krupp, turning him into Captain Underpants, their own superhero creation. Later, Pilkey includes several pages of flip-o-ramas that animate the action, and the simple black and white illustrations on every page furnish, furnish comic strip appeal. The cover features Captain Underpants in his white briefs on top of a tall building. This has been challenged because it was perceived as encouraging disruptive behavior and a later book in the series was challenged for including a same-sex couple. We have this in also on Hoopla and Overdrive. The last book in our Juve section is Sex is a Funny Word by Corey Silverberg. We have it in our non-fiction section in Juve, Health, Sex. A comic book for kids that includes children and families of all makeup, orientation, and gender identities Sex is a Funny Word is essentially a resource about bodies, gender, and sexuality for children ages 8 to 10, as well as their parents and caregivers. Much more than the quote facts of life or the birds and the bees, Sex is a Funny Word opens up conversations between young people and their caregivers in a way that allows adults to convey their values and beliefs while providing information about boundaries, safety, and joy. This was challenge banned and relocated for LGBTQIA content for discussing gender identity and sex education, and for concerns that the titles and illustrations were inappropriate. In our final section, we have banned books in the teen section. The first is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. We have it in Teen Thomas and on Hoopla and Overdrive. This book has been banned and challenged because it was deemed anti-cop. Uh, there's profanity, drug use, and sexual references. 16-year-old Star Carter moves between two worlds, the poor neighborhood where she lives and the fancy suburban prep school she attends. 
The uneasy balance between these worlds is shattered when Star witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend, Cleo, at the hands of a police officer. Cleo was unarmed at the time. Soon after, his death is a national headline. Some are calling him a thug, maybe even a drug dealer and a gangbanger. Protesters are taking to the streets in Khalil's name, and some cops and the local drug lord try to intimidate Star and her family. What everyone wants to know is what really went down that night, and the only person alive who can answer that is Star. But what Star does or does not say could upend her community, it could also endanger her life. The next teen book we feature is 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher. It's in Teen, Asher, and Overdrive. It has been banned and challenged for profanity, sexual references. You can't stop the future. You can't stop, you can't rewind the past. The only way to learn the secret is to press play. Clay Jensen returns home from school to find a strange package with his name on it lying on his porch. Inside, he discovers several cassette tapes recorded by Hannah Baker, his classmate and crush, who committed suicide two weeks earlier. Hannah, Hannah's voice tells him that there are only 13 reasons why she decided to end her life, and Clay is one of them. If he listens, he'll find out why. Clay spends the night crisscrossing his town with Hannah as his guide as he becomes a first-hand witness to Hannah's pain as he follows Hannah's recorded words throughout his town and what he discovers will change his life forever. Next is a nonfiction book by Susan Culkin. It's called Beyond Magenta. Author and photographer Susan met and interviewed six transgender or gender neutral young adults and used her considerable skills to represent them thoughtfully and respectfully before, during, and after their personal acknowledgement of gender preference. Portrait. Portraits, family photos, and candid images grace the pages, argumenting, aug sorry, augmenting the emotion and physical journey each youth has taken. Each honest discussion and disclosure, whether joyful or heartbreaking, is completely different from the others because of family dynamics, living situations, gender, and the transition these teens make in recognition of being true selves. It was challenged for LGBTQIA content, for its effect on any young people who would read it, and for its concerns that it was sexually explicit and biased. We have it in Teen Soci Minority. Next is the Lumberjane series, started by Noelle Stevenson. We have it in Teen graphic novel Lumberjane. Friendship to the Max at Miss Quinzilla's Camp for hardcore lady types, things are not what they seem. Three-eyed foxes, secret caves, anagrams. Luckily, Joe, April, Mal, Molly, and Ripley are five rad, butt-kicking best pals determined to have an awesome summer together, and they're not going to let a magical quest or an array of supernatural critters get in their way. The mystery keeps getting bigger, and it begins here. While I feature the first book, there are multiple books in the series. The author... One of the authors and transgender right advocates, Lila Sturgis, was canceled two hours before she was scheduled to discuss Lumberjanes at a library in Texas. Because of this, we have featured this book. Again, we have it in teen graphic novel Lumberjay. It is also available via Hoopla and Overdrive. We have This One Summer by Jillian and Mariko Tamaki. This one summer has been 
banned and challenged for profanity, sexual references, and certain illustrations. We have it in teen graphic novel, This On. Every summer, Rose goes with her mom and dad to a lake house by the beach. It's their getaway, their refuge. Rosie's friend, Wendy, is always there too, like the little sister she's never had. But this week, summer is different. Rose's mom and dad won't stop fighting, and when Rose and Wendy seek a distraction from the drama, they find themselves with a whole new set of problems. It's a summer of secrets, sorrows, and growing up. It's a good thing the friends have each other. And that is our last book featured on our program today. If you have any questions about other books that you're interested in finding, please feel free to reach out to us. We're always happy to get you what you need. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.